You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident fanalist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore daddy. Y'all thought I wasn't going to do the podcast today, didn't you? Sometimes that happens on Saturdays. I decide, you know what, I'm going to sleep in until 6. I'll sneak downstairs and get the podcast done. But uh, I had two small people follow me down at 6 in the morning. Two of my kids awake at 6, wanting to follow Dad downstairs to see what he's doing. Demanding Pop-Tarts. I, you know, so, I don't know. It happens, but I, uh, we got her done. At least I hope so. You know, if you're listening. I, I don't know yet at this point if I'm going to get this done. So I hope somebody out there is listening. But today is very simple and straightforward. We're going to talk about the Packers and Jets once again. But we're going to look a little more in depth as far as, first of all, who's actually playing. And then a little bit more about uh, game plan. You know, how the Packers go on to beat the Lions. And um, I think that's about it expectations it's a little bit different today because it's just it's got a different feel to it it's it's what we want to see in terms of a win but it's also what we want to see just I don't know because it's week 17 man you know I was listening to um I think it's Andrew Brandt's podcast which is pretty cool because his podcast is all about the business end of football which is something I really want to learn more about so I really appreciate his podcast but anyways he was really stressing how kind of crazy it is that essentially after this game like literally the Packers players are told get your stuff and get out and don't come back for three months you're not really allowed to even contact anybody outside of I mean you can like text and call or whatever but you're not supposed to be talking football but it's kind of beyond that it's not even so much like well you're not allowed to strategize with your coaches or or anything like that which I think is dumb but I'm not going to get into that union nonsense and whatnot but it's just the fact that, and and something he stressed that I thought was, it, I don't know, it just kind of kind of struck me. I, I kind of knew it, but it never really sunk in. Think how many of these people have no idea if they're ever going to set foot in this locker room again. I mean, legitimately. We have no idea how many of these guys are going to be back next year. So they're told to clear out all their stuff, get all your cleats, get your, your pants and your jersey and your pads, and get all this stuff out. Get it out. And when they leave, there's nothing left there but a nameplate, and they have no idea if that nameplate's going to be there come the 2019 season. Devontae Adams, he's going to be there. Equinemius is probably going to be there. Jamon Moore, I don't know. Marquez, probably. What about Geronimo Allison? Think about how much he's done for this team. And, I, you know, I, I've probably been more unfriendly to Geronimo than anybody you listen to or read about, just because I'm, I'm being kind of contrary to everybody else that's super high on him. But even for me... 
it kind of stinks for Geronimo to clear out his stuff, and he has no idea if he's coming back. It's a contract year. He doesn't know if the Packers are going to sign him again next year. You know, Jimmy Graham, he doesn't know. What about a guy like Brian Balaga? Think how many times this guy has has, has suited up for this team and, and the, the blood, sweat, and tears, the, how many injuries he's gone through for this team trying to protect Aaron Rodgers and trying to, to fight for the Packers, and it could just be over just like that. And just how cold that is, you know? I know it's a business, and that's just the way it goes, but it's just kind of crazy to me. You know, Balaga's going to clean out all his stuff, and he's going to go home, and there's, I don't know. At this point, I'm, I'm kind of like 60% sure he'll be back, because I, I just don't see a reason not to. But, I mean, there's there's a pretty big chance he's not going to be back. You know, Tim Boyle. Think about Randall Cobb. Think about the memories he's going to have just flooding back into his body as he's cleaning out his, his locker, probably close proximity to where Jordy was before he just had to clean out his locker for the last time last year. Just, you know, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Trevor Davis, Jake Kumaro. You know, I mean, it, those two things are kind of different. You look at guys like Geronimo and Randall and Trevor who've been around for a while, but you look at a guy like Jake Kumaro. Here's a guy that's, what is he, 26 years old? play D3 football at Whitewater where I went to school. You know, I mean, it's it's an absolute pipe dream that he ever could have ended up where he was. And then, you know, last week he catches a touchdown pass from the greatest quarterback to ever play the, the game of football, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you talk about an absolute dream come true. After this game is over on Sunday, he is to report to his locker, clean out all... I mean, I don't know. I don't know for sure if it's, like, immediately after. I'm kind of sensationalizing it. But really, it's, it's, it's clean out your stuff. Best of luck, enjoy your off season. But you you know, when you're cleaning it out, you there's a good chance you're not coming back. And for a guy like Jake Coomer, I'm sure he'll get called somewhere. But I don't know. You know, Capri Bibbs. <laughs> I just talked about him last week. Absolute dream come true for this guy. I mean, he's he's a Packer fan as much or more than you and I are. The guy's an absolute freak, and the excitement that he had when he got cut by the Washington Redskins and got picked up. He didn't even get a chance to play. I really hope he gets a chance, but, you know, he's going to have to clean out his stuff too, and it's like, you know, I mean, it's cool either way that a a diehard fan like Capri Bibbs gets a chance to play for the green and gold, but it's probably over for him. I hope not. I hope he's back, but I don't know. I mean, think how many guys we called up before we got Capri Bibbs. You know, Danny Vitale never really got a chance. You know, Lance, you got guys like Lance Kendricks, it's not only are you clearing out your locker, will you be back next year? It's am I ever going to play a snap of football ever again? It goes a little deeper for some of these guys too. I mean, there's there's all these different feelings and emotions that go on with these guys, and it's different for everybody. Some guys are young and they don't know if they're going to come back, like uh, Geronimo. Geronimo will be, he'll get picked up by somebody if he's not back with the Packers. Kendricks might be done forever. Mercedes Lewis, I don't know what's going to happen if he's not back. Is he going to come back? Justin McCray, I've been hard on him too. Been real hard on him. But he, he, there's no question this man has fought and given his... He's given more for this team than I ever have. Not that I don't have the right to... I mean, that's kind of what I do here. I call it my job, even though I don't really get paid for it. But, you know, sort of my job to, to comment on these things. But there's, there's no question that the guy has given a lot for this team. Byron Bell, same situation. Clean out your stuff. And guys like that who, who haven't performed at a high level, who knows? It, it could be over. And they, they haven't gotten the, the $20 million contracts like some of these guys have that set them up for the rest of their life. they got to wonder. A million dollars is a lot of money, but it ain't going to last you the rest of your life. 
I don't know. Spriggs, you know, is he coming back? I don't know. Tremont, I mean, oh, man. Talk about, I mean, you want to talk about emotions. <laughs> He's got it all, man. Tremont played and fought and bled for the Packers, and then he left, and he had a great career, and then he comes back to his place of origin, the Green Bay Packers, and he plays and he fights hard. He's got to go again. Are the Packers going to bring him back? He, I mean, is he going to be done for the right? This could be it. This could be the last game. This Week 17 game, as much as I say and everybody else says this game doesn't matter, to a lot of these guys, Week 17, man, does it matter. Oh, my goodness, does it matter. You want to talk about emotions. I mean, I'd be willing to bet a guy like Tremont has more emotions in this game than he did in Week 1. This could be the last game of his career. This is huge. It's absolutely monumental. I I don't know. Maybe I'm being overly dramatic, but it, like I said, I, I it it hit me. You know, it just it suddenly something it just kind of clicked. And no, I'm not changing my position on on the draft. But I've also said te- players should never tank, and they never will, and they never should. But I'm just saying, week week 17 is when it kind of comes home. You know, you know, it's it's like I don't know. What what can you equate it to? Graduating high school, sort of a bittersweet thing. It's kind of cool, like I did it. This is the end. This is exciting, but at the same time, it's like I'm I'm never coming back here again. I'm 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 leaving. I'm not going to see my friends anymore. I'm I'm not going to be doing any of this stuff. I'm going to another part of the country. I don't know. It's the best I got. I never played football. I don't know. I mean, I did, but not professional. Also, we did not win a single game, so <laughs> I can't comment on anything. I know you get the point, but I can't not go through the list. I got to keep going. Because there's, there's just, I don't know. I'm going anyways, like it or not. Devon House. I I don't think I've ever liked Devon House. But I feel bad for Devon House. I mean, it, it's kind of like... It's kind of like when you go to the gym. I, I've seen some people... I had a friend of mine tell me one time, he's like, you're not allowed to grunt at the bench until unless you're pushing 200 and X amount. I don't know what he said. And I was like, why would you say that? It's it's about a percentage of effort that you give. You give everything you have, and I don't care if it's 135 or, or 300 pounds. I mean, if you're, if you're maxing out and you're giving 100%, yeah, just scream it out, man. Belt it out. I don't care. Point is, Devon House gave everything he had. It wasn't much. He's not very good. But he, he tried. And it kind of stinks for Devon. I mean, is he really going to get picked up somewhere? Maybe. Maybe. Or he's going to get picked up somewhere for veteran minimum and he's going to sit on the bench. Bashad Breland, he, he played pretty well in a couple games. Pretty good chance he's back. But he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Tony Brown, same situation. But, he, I mean, a young guy, he'll get picked up somewhere. But, I mean, it's a big difference. Is, is this going to be an opportunity to actually get a big contract that's going to set me up for the rest of my life? Or is this just something I'm doing for a while? I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to make good money, no question about it. But, I mean, there's a big difference between I'm going to put in my 10 years and I'm going to be set for life and um, I'm going to make good money for two to three years and then be out of the NFL and then have to figure out what to do with the rest of my life. You know, go sell cars, go wash cars. I don't know. Serve food. Hopefully these guys got a degree. I don't know. Tony Brown went to Alabama. I think he should have a pretty good degree. I have no idea. You know, Jake Ryan. What about Jake Ryan? That that he's he's good, man. But he's had the injury. We've got Oren Burks, even though he didn't really show up. We got Antonio Morrison. Blake Martinez is pretty good. Who who knows what we're gonna do in the draft? Sorry, I hit the pause button. That probably sounded choppy. You, I mean, it's just it, the point is you don't know. And the point is when you go to your locker and you clean it out, there, there's gonna be a a crushing re- realization. 
that this could be it. I mean, th- this is it. It's a matter of will they have me back. Because even if you're on contract, it doesn't mean it. Brian Balaga is on contract next year. He might not play next year. It, the fact that you have a contract doesn't mean anything. And yeah, you're probably going to get a, a, a pile of money if you get cut, but that that's that's not the point. Not playing for the Packers is kind of the point. Not being back with your teammates is kind of the point. You know, I, Muhammad Wilkerson is another guy. How about Clay Matthews? You know, a lot of Packers fans are not happy with Clay Matthews, but every single person, I would assume, has has a, a level of reverence and respect for what he's done for this team. And rightly so. He's done a lot. He's given a lot. A lot of memories. When I think Clay Matthews, I'm always going to go back to that San Francisco game where he hit Kaepernick out of bounds. That was such a... I mean, it, it was mean and it was violent. Probably somewhat unnecessarily, but it was it was it was raw and it was real, and he was at the fro- forefront of it, and it was it was awesome. He's been at the forefront of a lot of stuff. He's been a very good football player for this team. He's probably done, and maybe he'll get signed somewhere. Probably get signed somewhere, but this is basically it. He's he's not going to be a top guy anymore. He's going to try to squeeze a few pennies out somewhere else, but when he clears out his locker, that's it. So, anyways, I don't know. I, I found that to be interesting, and and also it's it 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 does tie into this game that we have to watch because you you realize just I want you to realize when you watch this, um, that these are the kinds of feelings and emotions that certain guys have. You know, Clay Matthews realizes there's a chance. This is Tremont Williams, Tremont. This is probably his last game ever. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but I mean, if he doesn't get signed again, it's probably over, man. The guy's, what is he, 36? Come on. Clay, I mean, a lot of these guys, this is it. You got nothing else to lose. Let it all hang out, man. Go out, have a good time, enjoy your time. It, it kind of makes me wish I could be at the game just, to, just to, to shake their hand or to just cheer for them or whatever, just to say, you know, thank you. Because there's, I mean, and this happens every year, and I, I'm kind of embarrassed. I never thought about it. We, because we're always on top, and it's just about the playoffs, and it's just you know, we get into the playoffs, and then we lose, and it's like, oh, you bunch of bums. It never really occurred to me. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a pile of those bums that are never going to be back in Green Bay. So I don't know. I mean, it, it's just it's a different feel. Packers aren't great. People are getting fired. A lot of people are going to be getting let go. Probably more so than than a usual year. But um, I don't know. Something to think about as we watch this game. I know a lot of us are, are wrapped up in win-lose, but I, I I think it's kind of bigger than that, especially in a game that, like I said, it really doesn't matter. I I, I want to see max effort from a lot of guys, and I, I, I'm excited to see the heart and um, to understand that a lot of these guys are playing. They're, I mean, they're playing for their careers. They're playing to come back to Green Bay, knowing full well this is their last opportunity to audition, uh, playing for other teams. And and some of them are just playing for their families. You know, they're they're playing for their families. They're playing for their teammates, knowing full well, I'm not coming back here. Cobb and and Clay, they're gone. They're absolutely gone. That the, there's, <laughs> you know, the, there's a tiny percentage chance in my mind that that uh, Cobb comes back, and even smaller percent. We're talking like 0.5 percent. Clay comes back, but it, it's 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 not going to happen. Anyways, just something to consider. Do what you gotta do. With that said, this is my 15-minute intro. Patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy if you'd like to support the podcast. There is also a link in the description 
if you would like to give a one-time donation, that would be greatly appreciated. Also, there is a phone number, and it, now that I have a smart house, I realize not everybody can just click a button like I usually do and, and find out what's in the description. So I'm going to spell it out for you if you'd like to uh, call in or text in a question. 608-501-0718 if you'd like to call or text a question, like I said. As I've told you before, I will not be answering. It just goes directly to voicemail. 608-501-0718. Packernet.com for all your news, notes, and informaciones. Be sure to hit the gear icon in the news section to set your own personalized Packers news feed. There is a Packernet Podcast Facebook group. And also, I completely forgot, I just paid out a large, massive sum of money to our, our um, um, what is it called, fantasy football winners. Um, probably not going to be doing it next year. I, uh, I'm kind of upset that I can't uh, make this like a tradition, but I don't think I'm going to do it next year. It was way too much work, too much money. Um but it was a lot of fun, and I really, really appreciate the guys that jumped in and got involved. It was, it was, um, it was, it was a lot of fun. I was horrible. <laughs> I think I lost just about every single week. I didn't do anything at all. But um, uh, kudos to the the three first, second, and third place winners. I'd give you a shout out, but I, I don't have it up in front of me. I'll try to do that tomorrow. But just because it's on the top of my mind or at the tip of my brain, whatever you want to call it, um, just wanted to. Uh, Say congrats to you guys, because I haven't even talked to you. I paid you guys a bunch of money, and I don't even get a message from you like, hey, man, cool, thanks a lot, nothing. Ungrateful ingrates, that's what you are. <laughs> I'm kidding, that's a joke. Uh, no, I, I really appreciate it, it was a lot of fun, guys. Finally, NFLBigBoard.com for all your, I guess we'll call it, news notes and information for the NFL Draft. Because there is not a better website on the entire interwebs for draft information. Uh, my hope is because I have a four-day weekend because I do what I want. That's my official reason for having a four-day weekend. My hope is to just absolutely devour. That's not the right thing. Create, pretty much the opposite, a bunch of uh, NFL draft content on my YouTube channel, which, by the way, Pack Daddy NFL, be sure to check it out. Um, but we'll see. Either way, there's going to be a massive update next week. It will be the official 2019 draft board, which doesn't mean anything. It's just a new week. But it sounds cooler. One final thing. I was not planning this, but I just got an update. Massive shout-out to Mr. Alexi. Much appreciation. I'm assuming Alexi is a guy. Um, most people would assume that's a female. But um, considering the last name, I'm assuming you're Russian. Or at least Eastern European of some sort. I'm going with guy. I don't know. Human being, thank you very much for the donation. Much appreciated, man. Or... Ma'am, oh, this this is the last time Alexi gives me a dime. But I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Getting some of that Russian mafia money. By the way, I'm very open to mafia money. Um, any kind of money you got. I, I No qualms here. I'm, I'm not about asking you your business, if you know what I mean. Chicago mafia, I grew up around it. At least people lied to me and told me they were a part of it. It's fine. No big deal. Just lie to me and say you're a banker and we're fine. Thank you for welcoming me into the Bratva. I say that right? Brotherhood? Right? Never mind. Let's talk about the Lions. Sometimes I try stuff. Don't worry about it. So, first of all, talking about the injury uh, situation here. It's not fantastic. 
Um, Devontae Adams did not participate. He is questionable. Jair Alexander is questionable. David Bakhtiari, questionable. Even though he was full participation, he's probably going to play. Although, week 17, who knows, maybe they'll shut him down. Kentrell Bryce, questionable. Did not participate on Friday. Fadel Brown, questionable. Not sure he would play either way. Lucas Patrick has been limited and questionable. I'm sure he'll be fine to play. Lane Taylor, um, full participation. I'm sure he's going to play. However, Equinemius St. Brown and Jason Spriggs are doubtful. So, Brian Balaga is going to play, but if he happens to stub his toe and they pull him, we've got a bit of a situation on our hands. cool thing is, with Equinemius St. Brown out, um, we get a chance to kind of isolate things. Obviously, I would love to see him play and be able to dominate, you know, for the reasons that I said. It's, you know, week 17. want to see these guys put on a show for us, but... Um, you know, get to see Randall Cobb kind of go out in a blaze of glory. Get to see, depending on uh, you know Devontae if he plays, get to see Marquez really show off. Get to see uh, Jay Kumaro hopefully put on a little bit of a show for us. Maybe put an emphasis on some of these tight ends because I, I I really think that's going to be I don't I I would be surprised if our GM knows exactly which which tight ends are coming back next season because I I really think it's a tough call. Obviously, if you take the equation of money out, I would rather have Jimmy Graham just because of the upside. Just say maybe it's a down year. If things can turn around, this is going to be a pretty awesome situation. Based on the money, I don't think I want Jimmy Graham back, man. I mean, you know, maybe Mercedes, but I, I'm I'm kind of of the team of, of Lance Kendricks just because it's it's like, what, $2 bucks. I say it like it's nothing, but give the guy $2 bucks, let him be... A contributor in some capacity, but I don't know, whatever. Point is, we'll get to see some other phases. But overall, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, we'll see game time decisions, uh, Devontae, Jair, these are pretty big pieces. If Devontae doesn't play, that's a problem. But again, hopefully we get to see Jamon step up. It, it It's just opportunities, that's all it is. If Jair goes out, we got opportunities. Tony Brown, step up, young man. Mr. Bashard Breeland, let's see another big game, right? There's a lot of guys that are hungry. Josh Josh Jackson played a really good game last week. Let's let's see two in a row. Packers are one and zero. Jair's one and zero. Let's see Packers and Jair. <laughs> I sing Jair. Let's see Packers and Josh Jackson go two and zero. As for the Lions, actually, relatively big news here. Ashawn Robinson is officially out. I mentioned how uh, Ashawn and uh, Snacks Harrison are a really dominant one-two duo up the middle, and the problem that that presents is that we're going to have a hard time running, which means we're going to have to just throw the ball, which would be a bigger sit. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get there. Point is, with just Snacks, they don't have another defensive tackle. They don't have another defensive end. They don't have anything else except one guy. That gives us an opportunity to be able to run the ball. At this point, and I know it's just one guy, but that really changes the way I'm looking at this game. I'm looking at it saying, prior to this, we either got to run to the outside, which isn't much of a Jamal Williams situation, or we got to throw the ball a lot, which isn't that hard against the Lions, but whatever. As I'm looking at this now, as much as we might have a hard time throwing, really it's just they have one corner that's going to be able to take one person out of the game, but everybody else should be fine. Point is, though, with Ashawn Robinson out, I think we can probably run the ball at will. And the cool thing about this is, 
Jamal Williams had a fantastic week last week. If he can duplicate that, which he probably can now with uh, Ashawn Robinson out, the Packers kind of have the pick of the litter as far as what they want to do. Now, I, I really feel like a lot of this game hinges on Devontae Adams. If Devontae's playing, I have no idea how the Lions' defense stops the Packers ever. I really don't. They cannot rush the passer whatsoever. The two really talented defensive tackles, one that's not playing that they have, have no ability to rush the passer. They don't have anybody on the outside that can rush the passer. The only real talent they have are Snacks Harrison, who's by himself in the front seven. Literally, three terrible uh, linebackers, two terrible defensive ends, and a terrible defensive tackle. And then Snacks Harrison. The only person they have that has any talent whatsoever is Darius Slay. And if they want to put Slay one-on-one on Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams is going to carve him up because as good as Slay is, I'm sorry, he's not going to be able to man up Devontae Adams. So Devontae's still going to be able to pick his spots. And on top of that, they have such terrible corners. Marquez, Randall Cobb, and his last game in the Packers uniform. <sighs> I mean, this should just be game over. At home? Come on, man. The real difficulty comes in if Devontae Adams doesn't play because then you have Darius Slay with Equinemius St. Brown out. He's almost guaranteed to go up against Marquez, and the problem is Marquez is going to be, like, what, wide receiver one on the boundary? So it's going to be Marquez, Kumaro, and then Cobb in the slot. I guess the good thing about that, though, is Marquez still has size on the guy. Darius Slay is a fast wide re- or cornerback. But if you want to put him on Marquez, it's really just... See, I don't know. So so Marquez is sort of a... And I don't want this to come off negative, but he's kind of a gimmicky wide receiver. By that, I mean super fast, super tall. Now, Darius Slay is fast. So I don't know that he's going to really... It's, I don't know, maybe it's not a good thing. Darius Slay is uh, six feet tall. He ran, what did he run? A 4.36 at the combine. So speed isn't going to be a thing. Six foot compared to what is he, 6'4"? I don't know that there's the chemistry between Rodgers and and Marquez to be able to make this work. So, okay, so let's say that's what it is. Darius Slay goes up against Marquez and he takes him out. Still, at that point, we've got... Jay Kumaro up against Mike Ford, who is one of the worst cornerbacks in the NFL, and you have Randall Cobb up against Nevin Lawson, which is a very winnable battle. After that, we've got all of our tight ends, none of which are super fantastic, but all of our tight ends up against some terrible linebackers, and Quandre Diggs, who is just kind of a mediocre safety. And again, with Ashawn Robinson completely out, we can run the ball if we want to. So with a little bit of creativity and a little bit of passion, and again, I, let me just put it this way. If we see four quarters of Aaron Rodgers smiling and having a good time, Packers win. And if I'm wrong, you can roast me on that. I don't think... I, 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 the Packers offense, even even injured, even without Devontae Adams. Now, if, if we... Well, I don't know. I, I, if we don't have David Bakhtiari, I'm, I'm a little bit worried, I guess. Even with the lack of edge rusher talent, I just I hate to see a Packers team without David Bakhtiari ever. But let's just assume he's playing. I genuinely think the Packers should have, and again, give me 
a fired up Aaron Rodgers, a motivated offensive line, and it just just give me an motivated off. I, I don't even care who it is. Take Devontae Adams away. Take Equinemius away. Take David Bakhtiari away. I think the Packers have what it takes just because, first of all, the Packers are talented. Second of all, the, the Detroit Lions defense is complete trash. But 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 that's sort of the dichotomy here, at least as far as the Packers offense and Detroit Lions defense is is motivation. Green Bay Packers at home, week 17 in December. Aaron Rodgers is fired up. The offensive line is fired up. These these wide receivers are fired up. The tight ends are playing really good football. The the our, our running backs, whether it's Capri Bibbs or whoever it is, probably going to be Jamal Williams, but whoever it might happen to be playing really good football against this terrible defense. I think we're I I think this team has the ability to score more often than not. Let's put it that way. So when the Packers have the ball, they're going to score more than 50% of the time. We'll call it even touchdowns. So if if the Packers have a fired-up team, you're seeing Aaron Rodgers having a good day, but the Packers can't get it done, you can you can go ahead and call me out. But let's uh let's flip the uh, <laughs> I was going to say flip the script. I couldn't get myself to say it. I'm not saying that. Let's just change from offense to defense. How about that? I'm never saying that on this podcast. And if I did, just I need just tell me and I'll delete it forever. So as I pointed out yesterday, the Detroit Lions are in a bit of a bind. Their uh, star running back is on IR. They lost their number two, I guess we'll call it, wide receiver to IR. They shipped off their slot receiver uh, to, I forget which team, but they're gone. Their right guard, who was TJ Lang, who was a Green Bay Packer, is on IR. Their tight end, Luke Wilson, is a not even that talented, but I believe he is injured. He will not be playing, so we don't even have to worry about him. So again, we're in a situation where the Packers are depleted and there's a lack of talent to some degree, but still, I believe the Packers, with the talent they have, are better. So you have, again, Jair could be gone, which could cause a problem. If Jair's playing, Jair is the one-on-one matchup against Kenny Galladay. We'll see what happens. I hope he can shut him down. If Jair isn't there, I have to assume we're going to double-team Kenny Galladay and force um, Brandon Powell and TJ Jones, these two guys that are not very good at football, to beat Josh Jackson and Tony Brown and whoever else we decide to put out there. And I understand Tony Brown has had his issues, even though he's pretty talented, and Josh Jackson, very talented, but he's had his issues. I'm telling you, TJ Jones and Mr. Powell, no so good whatsoever. The offensive line of the Detroit Lions is decent, but they're not like just assume we're never going to get sacks because they're just dynamite players. They're just, they're, they're decent. They're not horrible, but they're not super great. Decker and Wagner and Glasgow and Ragnow, they're okay, but just, just kind of okay. So they should be able to hold their own, but expect guys like Fackrell and Matthews and Gilbert, if they really want to put it on, if, if, uh, if our defensive coordinator decides we're going to mix it up a little bit, I would expect to be able to get some, some traction there. So 
Listen, absolute bottom line, I know I'm kind of cutting this short and I haven't given you super in-depth stuff, but there's nothing really to give in-depth. The, the Detroit Lions are not good, and if the Packers play their best, the Packers are the better team, they will win this game. At home, in December, no question. As, as a matter of fact, I, I let me give you a prediction. I think the Packers are going to blow out the Detroit Lions. I really do, and I, I, I understand that's that's entirely predicated on the Packers playing similar to the, the way they did last week, which is to say... Not even so much well, but just on fire. If, if if guys like Tony Brown can really just play like they have been, if guys like Tremont Williams give a really good game, if guys like Bashad Breland, Blake Martinez, Dean Lowry, Kyler Fackrell, I mean, these guys have played some good football lately. Even without our studs, I think we're going to be okay. If we, if we have our guys like Jair, if we have David Bakhtiari, who I assume we do have, if we have Devontae Adams, who I think we probably will, I, I really don't think I I, I, <laughs> I don't think we're gonna have a problem. I don't want to give false hope. I know the last time I did that, I got in trouble, and I got you know people were saying you shouldn't do that. I'm I'm just telling you know I'm always gonna tell you the truth. I'm always if if you don't know that by now, I don't know how to help you. I'm always gonna tell you exactly what I think. I I genuinely don't see how the Detroit Lions win this game. From their standpoint, they can't run because our defensive line is not bad or our linebackers really aren't that bad. I mean, Kenny Galladay and and Stafford are like the one-two punch that they have, and I I think we have a good enough defensive coordinator to take that away over time. And it it could be close. They they could keep it close, but I I genuinely think I'm not a gambler, but if I was, I would put money on this game. The the Packers are going to win. So anyways... um, I usually have this podcast done by about 5 o'clock in the morning. It's 5 o'clock in the afternoon. i got to wrap this up. I hate that it only says 32 minutes, but um, it is what it is. That's all I have to say about it. You folks have yourselves a fantastic rest of your Saturday. I will talk to you tomorrow. We're going to cover a a couple other things as far as uh, what we're looking for around the NFL, and then um, that'll be about that. So, anyways, enjoy your day. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Up, up, up.